Hello, 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 and welcome into another edition of the Sports Kiki Podcast. It is episode number 49. My name, as always, is Alex Reamer, coming to you as we always do on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, Download, rate, subscribe. You know the deal. I had a very cool guest planned this week. Unfortunately, she canceled at the last minute, so it's just me. Hopefully, we'll get her on next week, and if not, then in the very near future. Uh, This guest is a professional athlete. She's very socially active. Uh, She's someone we cover a lot here at OutSports. She's one of my favorite athletes to cover uh, since I got here last year. And I'll shut up now, or else I'll give it away, and I don't want to jinx it, so... Hopefully that's coming soon, was going to be this week, so again, just me, sorry, 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 but I'm feeling energized, I'm feeling good, because not only is it the weekend, but I heard from a number of you this past week who liked the show with Matt Lynch and liked the conversation and wanted to let me know, and that is just awesome. I I say this often, but I do mean it. These shows are really just labors of love. I mean, I sit here, I'm in my basement right now. recording this podcast, just talking into a microphone, then I will edit it myself, post it later. It's it's very intimate, if you will. And to know that people are out there listening and like the show is cool. It gives you gives me motivation to keep doing them every single week. So I appreciate that. I promise this won't be too painful, just me. I mean, I host four-hour radio shows by myself. What's 20 minutes or so? Uh, there are a couple of Big stories, interesting topics I want to get to uh, here with our time together. Uh, Let's start off with the story that led our site at the beginning of the week. Uh, Justin Thomas, of course, is the uh, number three ranked men's golfer in the world. He's uh, one of the most famous guys on the PGA Tour. Um, Well, he was caught saying an anti-gay slur on the golf course last weekend at a PGA event. Uh, He missed an easy putt and dropped the three-letter F-word on a hot mic. Um, he was calling himself the F word, but nonetheless, not something that you want to hear at all. Uh, afterwards, Thomas apologized profusely. He said, quote, I just apologize. I'm an adult. I'm a grown man. There's absolutely no reason for me to say anything like that. It's terrible. I'm extremely embarrassed. It's not who I am. It's not the kind of person that I am or anything that I do, but unfortunately I did it and I have to own up to it. So, I I wrote a column about this, and we're going to continue to follow this story and see what the PGA does next, because it shouldn't just end here. You know, when something like this happens, athletes are always intent on clearing their names. Understandably, Thomas finished his round, probably got off the course last weekend, this happened last Saturday, and said, holy crap. My life is over. (laughs) My sponsorships are gone. My reputation is destroyed. I'm now going to be brandished as this homophobe. Crap. How do I fix this? So let the verbal self-flagulation commence. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed. It's not who I am. It's terrible. I have to own up to it. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And uh, and people, we say stuff we regret all the time. You know, people say things they regret all the time. From that standpoint, Justin Thomas's apology is accepted. I don't think he's this raging homophobe. I don't think he should be canceled. And all, but here's the thing: nobody is, or at least reasonable people, aren't accusing Justin Thomas of virulent homophobia. The issue here is a culture where homophobic insults are just casually thrown around 
whether that's on the golf course or elsewhere. And just once, I would like an athlete in Justin Thomas' situation to acknowledge that fact, that the issue is not the homophobic slur in isolation. Because again, we all say things we regret. We all screw up, especially when we do things like miss an easy putt. Something flies out of our mouth. So that's not the issue. The issue is the culture as to why. Why did that word so easily slip out of Thomas's mouth? Maybe it's the first time he ever said the three-letter F word, and it just so happened it was on a, at a PGA event on a live mic, and he got caught on TV, and if that's the case, tough break, but listen to the clip. It's all over Twitter. You can find it. If I was a better producer and knew how to play audio... I could play it for you here, but you'll have to look for it yourself. That's what we call an interactive podcast, ladies and gentlemen. But really, this word slipped easily off his mouth, just as the word slipped easily off Tom Brenneman's mouth over the summer, which actually I think was more egregious because he was saying that San Francisco is the blank capital of the world. Justin Thomas was muttering the word to himself after missing a putt. But still, why do you mutter that word after missing a putt? Because it's been... Because it's a habit of yours, because it's been, because it's what kids did growing up, and many people never break the habit. I mean, at the middle school and high school lunch table, I said those words sometimes too. It was an effort to fit in. So I get that. But now we need to see Justin Thomas take the next step and the PGA Tour take the next step. And what are they going to do to curtail casual homophobia? Because we know about the conservative culture in golf. At OutSports, we've told several stories over the years about gay golfers, and all of them talk about the language they've heard on the course. Christopher Noble came out in 2019. He wrote an essay for us. He said he constantly heard anti-gay slurs throughout high school golf. This is from his story. I can't begin to remember how many times I would hear, that's so gay, that sucks dick, during or after a round. What a six-letter F-word. Uh, you know, Kyle Wynn is a pro golfer who came out to us in December. Uh, he said how the golf course is a safe place for men to say things that would never be tolerated elsewhere. It's a place some people can congregate and use racist, misogynist, and homophobic terms and get, and get away with it because they're at a golf course, uh, Wynn writes. It just makes me sad that the golf industry has probably lost so many golfers and possible professionals who have been turned off by these unfortunate true stereotypes. Last year, about a year ago, at the start of the pandemic, (laughs) I can't believe it's been a year, but it has, uh, I spoke to John Brooks, who was a former elite golfer. He's gay. He talked a lot about how it was difficult for him to couple his love of golf with his sexuality. And those are just a few examples. There are many. And if you're a closeted gay golfer on, let's say, your high school team, and you're watching the PGA last weekend, and you love Justin Thomas, and you hear him say that word after he misses a putt, you can't just forget that. You can't just, like Thomas, apologize and move on. That stings. That stays with you. So the question is, what does Thomas do next? You know, the line, I'm not, that's not the kind of person I am. Again, Nobody's accusing him of being a virulent homophobe, but I just don't buy that. That's not the kind of person you are. It is. You're the kind of person who says homophobic slurs casually, like many. Doesn't make you evil, but to fix a problem, you have to acknowledge there is a problem. And 
this is something we'll be looking out on, looking out on to see uh, what the PGA does with this moving forward. Because otherwise, it's just another apology with the same old cliches and the same old banalities. And at this point, I think we need something more. The second story I wanted to get into with you actually appeared in USA Today. So I'm piggybacking here. And Sid Ziegler is quoted in this article. Title is LGBT. Uh, oh, here we go. I'll read the real head. Why haven't more high profile athletes come out as gay? Will Joe Biden's presidency spark LGBTQ breakthrough? Trump era couldn't. And the writer for this piece, Scott Gleason, it's very well reported, speaks to everyone you'd want to speak to. Gays in sports from Jason, Co- Jason Collins is mentioned. I uh, quotes Colin Martin, the only one of the few openly gay male pro athletes right now in elite team sports. Ant- Anthony Nicodemo, veteran of this show, is quoted. Sid Ziegler is quoted as well. Ryan O'Callaghan quoted. So it's a who's who. And again, the question is, will we see more out gay athletes, LGBTQ athletes, with a Biden administration after he gets inaugurated on Wednesday. It's very tempting to say yes, and there's no doubt that the Trump administration was not friendly to the LGBTQ cause at all. I don't care that he once held a rainbow flag upside down. <laughs> I mean, it, it, not a friend of the LGBTQ community. More of a friend to white gays, especially rich white gays, but to the community at whole as a whole, no. Donald Trump was not a friend. Uh, the Federal Society has joined our du- judicial ranks. Uh, I wouldn't exactly think his Supreme Court picks. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett, I don't think, is a friend to the community either. Brett Kavanaugh certainly is not. Uh, we, we don't need to run through it. From the trans military ban several egregious policies, rolling back trans rights, uh, bathroom rights, go on down the line. The LGBTQ community did not fare well under Donald Trump. And I do believe that the president, obviously, as we've seen over the last week, week and a half, and really four years, but it blew up with the insurrection at the Capitol, is words can create an atmosphere and words do matter. They're not just words, as Trump defenders have said so often. So, I do think that the president can set the tone for the nation, if you will. And Trump was there to inflame all of our divisions and bring out the absolute worst in us. However, I don't think that the person in the Oval Office has an impact on pro athletes coming out or not coming out, or really a lot of gay people coming out or not coming out. I can just speak from my own personal experience because I know myself, nobody else, but I know me. And I know that when I came out in, when was that? 2014? No, 13. 12, no. When did I come out? 2013. It's a distant memory. I came out in 2013 though. Obviously Barack Obama was president. I didn't think about that at all. When I came out, Uh, Sid Ziegler is quoted in the article saying he thinks the 12th most important thing (laughs) that people weigh when deciding whether to come out is who's the president. I agree. And that may be even a little kind. I I really think this is a personal thing. And you just look at the number of gay athletes we've had 
since Trump was inaugurated in 2017, it skyrocketed. So the numbers bear that thesis to be incorrect, that Trump was holding people in the closet. The number of athletes in 2013 who were out, by the way, on Outsports, 77, okay? So in 2013, this is also in the article, Outsports published 77 coming out stories. In 2017, again, the year of Trump's inauguration, Outsports tracked 184 coming out stories. You go to 2019, there were eight publicly out college football players, and those eight were more in one year than anyone else who came before them combined. So why are there no openly gay elite male athletes in team sports? We talk about it often. There's a number of reasons but who's the president is not one of them. It's this culture of fear. It's agents. It's other athletes. It's, it's focusing on the anxiety before coming out and not the relief afterwards. I, I truly believe, as I've said before, and there's no doubt there's still so many issues to work through and to shine light a light on and to discuss. But if we're talking about a pro-male athlete coming out as gay, I really don't think it would be a big issue. I really don't. It would be a big story for a bit, yes, but people would move on. The move site, this news cycle is so fast-paced now. Uh, so that's what I think it is. I really don't think that Joe Biden is going to spur this movement of pro athletes coming out. I, I, I think that it's all about personal circumstances. So... An interesting thing to watch, nonetheless, as we move forward into the Biden administration. I mean, I'm as cynical as they come, but it will be nice to finally have somebody with a plan of some sort. You can quibble with a lot of the details, and I will. You can say it won't go far enough. I'm sure I'll say that, but just to have a federal government with a direction again would be nice and a big step up from where we are today. So that'll be my closing message, an upbeat message from me. Uh, heading into the inauguration. And before I do sign off, I do, do want to acknowledge my one-year anniversary without sports. Uh, I celebrated it on Friday, the 15th. Thanks to Don for writing a great tribute to me as people are going to start saying stuff about us. They've said worse. Um, but I, I love working here. I love this community. I love the people with whom I work. I think we do amazing stuff. We're a small staff. We all have other gigs going on. And uh, I think we just pump out incredible stuff on a daily basis. I firmly believe that. I've never been more proud of my work journalistically than the work I do at Outsports. This job was a lifeline for me. I left my radio station, WEI. I had a brief stint in politics and was like, uh, I don't really know where to go from here. And here I am. This has been a part of the resurgence, a big part of the rebirth, and uh, it's, uh, it's a great group of people. And as I was saying in our Slack channel, I hope I'm not divulging state secrets here, but it's amazing that 10 of my 12 months have been in the midst of a global pandemic. So I look forward to doing all this stuff when we can be, <laughs> when we can be encouraged to move freely again. So it's been a great year. Here's to another. A great year at Outsports. It's been one of the bright spots of my year, for sure. Thank you, as always, for listening, and I'll talk to you next.